This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Friday. Good afternoon. I'm Lana O'Connor with Red FM's news podcast. Almost 7,000 students across Cork are receiving their Leaving Cert results today. The class of 2021 had the opportunity of receiving accredited grades, sitting the exam or both. Education Minister Norma Foley says this year's students have missed so much in class education due to the pandemic, but they rose to the challenge. It's clear that all students have shown remarkable resilience over the last couple of years, but particularly those taking their Leaving Certificates. So um, really today is their their reward, their just reward um, for their determination and their tenacity and I want to take the opportunity to to wish each one of this year's students every possible success as they they move on to the next chapter in their lives. Joshua Allen is appealing a two-month sentence for cocaine possession. The son of celebrity chef Rachel Allen from Shanagarry in East Cork was handed the sentence at Middleton District Court yesterday for being in possession of 280 euro worth of cocaine at the pontoon in Middleton last summer. Allen solicitor Don Ryan told the judge that the 21-year-old maintains his innocence and said his client was putting all his attention into training as a mixed martial artist and had started a business carving stone. The case is due before the circuit court next Tuesday. A UCC academic and town planner says multi-billion euro plans to build 300,000 homes in the next 10 years will be challenging but possible. Brendan O'Sullivan was speaking after the government launched its Housing for All plan to tackle the housing crisis. Under the plan, state lands are to be transferred to the Land Development Agency at Wilton, Kilbarry, Cork Docklands and Cork Port. The plan will cost €4 billion a year and aims to deliver 90,000 social homes, 36,000 affordable homes and 18,000 cost rental homes. Speaking to Red FM News, Director of the Centre for Planning, Education and Research at UCC, Brendan O'Sullivan, says the construction sector will need to recruit thousands of people. The last time in what we call the Celtic Tiger years, when we were building 70,000 houses a year, a large portion of those houses and apartments that we were being built were being built for the people who were building those very apartments because the housing need was generated by the incoming workers from other countries and returning Irish immigrants. So yet that side has to be worked out. The construction industry, the House Builders of Federation, all of those are acutely aware of you know the need to have the skilled workforce. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra. Starting with football, Cork City are back in action tonight. They play host at Lone Town in front of an extended number of supporters. Rebel Army boss Colin Healy says the fans are crucial on and off the field. The more fans that we can get in, you know, the better for the players. The atmosphere is better. Um, they were brilliant against St. Pat's and hopefully against Athlone there'll be, there'll be more supporters in um, following the team and you know cheering on the team so that's what we want and as I said then from the other side of it then it strengthens the club going forward the more fans that we can get in it strengthens the club going forward Kick-off at Turner's Cross is 7.45 Cork's Alan Brown is back in the Republic of Ireland senior squad for the World Cup qualifiers against Azerbaijan and Serbia Callum Robinson has also joined up with the squad after recovering from COVID-19, while Celtic's new signing Liam Scales gets his first call-up. Defenders Zara O'Shea and Nathan Collins have been ruled out of both games with injuries. The Republic of Ireland under-21s begin their European Championship qualifying campaign this afternoon. Jim Crawford's side are away to Bosnia-Herzegovina from 3.30. To Tokyo, where cyclists Katie George Dunleavy and Eve McChrystal have won their second gold medal of the Paralympic Games. They claim victory in the B road race and have surpassed their performance in Rio. It's Team Ireland's seventh medal of the Games. Finally, in Gaelic Games, there is one game in the Bon Secure Senior A Football Championship. Bishopstown take on St. Michael's in Parky Rin at 730 
I'm Aidan, that's the support for Cork Shred FM at sportnation.bet. Don't forget to like and subscribe to get Red FM's News Extra daily. Now, the government have announced its new Housing for All strategy. It's planned to tackle the housing uh, crisis, uh, seen as a key initiative for the government and particularly uh, important for Fianna Fáil. Housing for All is the government's plan to uh, 2030. So nine years of a plan and containing a range of actions and measures which aim to provide 33,000 social, affordable, cost rental and private homes on average uh, each year up to and including 2030. And we're joined on the programme by the Minister for Public Expenditure, Michael McGrath from Cork South Central. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Mick. How are you? I'm good. Now, a big day for, for Fianna Fáil, of course. The shadow has been cast. We're not going to dwell on that again. Uh, I, I know Fianna Fáil would like to put that Marion Gate thing behind. Let's concentrate on, on this policy. I have at home, for the last four years, the Rebuilding Ireland strategy, uh, I think delivered at the time by the uh, Housing Minister, Simon Coveney. Very little seems to have been achieved since then, Michael. I think the key difference here is one of scale, Mick. What we're looking at here is a plan out to 2030, uh, which is ambitious, yes, but which is fully funded. And we have now uh, secured government approval uh, in our national development plan for a, a major ramping up of funding for the construction of homes over the next number of years. And when you combine the different sources of funding, you're looking at over €4 billion Euro per annum uh, going into housing uh, in Ireland from the state sector uh, over the next number of years. And uh, we have plans to deliver uh, not just uh, 90,000 social homes, so about about 9,000 or so uh, public homes per annum for people on uh, the council housing waiting lists, but also uh, for the first time in over a decade to have an affordable housing scheme whereby the state will step in and support people who just can't currently afford to buy a home. And uh, we'll be looking at about 54,000 affordable purchase uh, and cost rental homes, which is a new idea in Ireland uh, that uh, the state uh, provides rental accommodation to people who are above the income eligibility threshold uh, for public housing uh, and they can rent at a, re- a reduced rent from the market value uh, and obviously we have to work with the private sector the state can't do everything uh, but this is uh, by far and away the largest and most ambitious um, uh, public capital housing programme that the country has ever seen and we're, it's now, it now falls on us to deliver, to deliver on it and that really is what matters of course to people is delivering and building these homes yeah, there will be lots of what, challenges. But that's what really matters this time. It is very very heavy on if I can put it to you, it's probably a turbocharged version with much heavier on detail than, than rebuilding Ireland. But it seems to be also married to the notion that um, solving supply will resolve all the issues. And it's not going to be as simplistic as that. No, it is not as simplistic as that, but but that is the immediate issue we face and we're likely to face for quite some time yet because if you look at the last year pre-COVID 2019, the output in Ireland was about 20,000 homes uh, were built. Uh, It was similar enough last year, which was an achievement in itself given uh, all of the restrictions as a result of COVID. We need to get that to over 30,000. That really is the challenge and uh, we believe we can get there within the next couple of years. it's not going to be that high this year uh, or, or next year. Next year we're aiming for around 25,000 homes rising to 29,000 the following year uh, and then about 33,500 in 2024. So it, it will be built up uh, gradually. Uh, we have to work with the private sector here as well. We have to make sure we have the workers uh, to do this work. Uh, currently we have about 40,000 uh, construction workers involved in building homes. We estimate that we need at least another twenty 
27,500 construction workers to deliver uh, the number of homes that we are targeting and we're providing the funding for and we believe that that can be done in a number of ways. Uh, there are still uh, about 12,000 people uh, out of work who uh, were working in construction and are still on the PUP and uh, will will want to come back to work and there will be employment there for them. Uh, we also envisage that there will be a diversion of some construction activity away from new offices uh, and towards residential construction. And when you consider the, the hybrid form of working, the blended type of working, working from home, working from the office uh, that is emerging and I think is here to stay, uh, there will be less reliance in the office and we think that that will uh, free up some capacity uh, for the construction of homes as well uh, in, in relation to the, the, the construction workers. And we have a very uh, ambitious uh, programme to ramp up apprenticeships in Ireland uh, to try and get more young people looking at the opportunities uh, that apprenticeships uh, provide. So it's multifaceted. I mean, there are a lot of reforms needed to the planning system uh, as well uh, and to the whole area of judicial review uh, and all of that. So it's, it's a very comprehensive plan. It's 160 pages. It will take people some time to go through it, uh, but a lot of the enabling legislation uh, has now been passed and is in place. So for um, the putting in place of an affordable housing scheme, uh, that is in place. The legislation for the Land Development Agency, uh, which is about using public land that isn't necessarily owned by councils, but by other public bodies to make that available for housing supply. So uh, that's the broad plan, and uh, we look forward now to implementing it with, uh, with gusto. Get Red FM's News Extra at redextra.ie and check out our other podcasts.